You just arrived for professor office hours with 10 minutes left. There's time for one question, and your professor has to answer quickly, but clearly and accurately so you understand. Welcome to Cali Laudables, your audio law professor. Today you ask Professor Barbara Glessner Fines of UMKC School of Law about outlining for your courses and preparation for exams. It's that time of year when everyone's talking about outlining. Some have purchased commercial outlines, others have downloaded them from the internet or borrowed them from upperclassmen. Others are working hard on preparing their own outlines, highlighting and tabbing their notes in their textbooks, creating multicolored flowcharts or large piles of flashcards. Some are writing long narrative summaries of course materials or highly structured outlines. What's the best way to outline? The answer to that question depends on how you learn best and on what your purposes are for outlining. Let's talk briefly about how you learn best and its relationship to outlining. Some people are highly visual learners. For these people, charts and graphs can often bring understanding to a concept that all the narrative in the world can't help. Other people are highly auditory, listening to a podcast or having a conversation with a classmate about a doctrine can help them to understand key concepts. Whatever your preferred learning method, remember that the more senses that you use in learning, the more deeply you will learn. And so reading is good, but reading and writing is better. Reading, writing, speaking is even better. Reading, writing, speaking, structuring, coloring, any additional process that you bring to learning is going to help you learn more deeply. But of course, none of these will help you learn unless you are engaged in active learning. Reading can help you learn, but only if it's active reading. Reading with a questioning mind, with a great deal of attention, being given a great deal of thought, being engaged by the reading. Writing an outline can help immensely in understanding course materials, but not if it's merely transcribing words from one page to another. So no matter what outlining method you use, make sure that it's actively engaging you in learning the material more deeply. If you find yourself having aha moments where you finally understand something or you see something that you'd not seen before, then your outlining process is truly effective. Often we tend to avoid the subjects or the concepts that we like the least or that we find the hardest. Be sure you don't do that. Put most of your outlining steam into those areas that you are struggling with the most. So those are a few thoughts about how to think about your own outlining and what works best for you. But no matter what method you use, you need to know why you're outlining. There are three basic purposes for outlining. First is to comprehensively review the materials and master them. Second is to identify gaps and fill those gaps in understanding or incomplete Uh, learning. And third is to prepare for for final exams. Let's talk about each of those briefly. First, outlining should comprehensively review course materials and allow you to master them. For a final exam, you have to be able to fluently, easily, accurately, and completely 
state various rules, elements, doctrines, and definitions. At a minimum, your outlining process should ensure that you can do that. Flashcards can be a very effective method for this. To create a set of flashcards, you have to decide what the key elements, rules, vocabulary are. In, you have to divide them according to one for each card. And then you have to state accurately and completely the rule or definition for that term. This entire process can help you to master that material so that on a final exam, you do not have to spend time on recall. You fluently can recall and restate the subject matter of the law. Now, of course, this is only going to help if you force yourself to truly learn these concepts. So don't simply copy a definition from a text or your notes onto a card or into an outline. Close your book, close your notes, see if you can accurately and completely write out a definition or a statement of a rule or a list of elements. And then check to see what your understanding is. This process of recall is one of the most effective and efficient methods of learning material. Of course, again, make sure that you truly understand what it is you're learning. Being able to restate the words is not the same thing as being able to understand what they mean. So take some time to talk to yourself or write to yourself or talk with others or read about what the meaning is behind the words. That deeper understanding, outlining, should force you to engage in that kind of comprehensive review. So you should be putting in your outline examples, for example, of any given uh, element or doctrine or rule these might be your cases that you've read in class or hypotheticals from class, or it might be examples that you come up with on your own. Of course, you shouldn't be structuring all your learning according to the cases that you've read because that's not structuring the law in a way that you can fluently and accurately recall it. But you should know those cases as examples of and sources of the rules that you're learning. So for example, if you're outlining promissory estoppel in contracts, you'll want to be able to accurately state a definition for promissory estoppel, be able to describe the purposes and the policies behind promissory estoppel, where that might be relevant to determining whether the doctrine applies or not. But you'll also want to have in mind the typical factual scenarios that raise the issue of promissory estoppel. So your outline, for example, might include in a subsidiary portion or in the, in the uh, margins examples like doctor rescues a person at car accident or a person pays off another's debt or other examples that you've read about. Finally, an outline, this comprehensive review that an outline should take you through, should help you to see relationships between ideas. In this sense, a flowchart or even a traditionally structured outline, Roman numeral A, 1A type outline, can be very, very helpful because it forces you to think about the hierarchy of ideas and the relationship among those ideas. So any process that requires you to get some of that big picture of structure and relationship is also very important in outlining.
So you can see that this comprehensive review process is really a number of kinds of outlines could be helpful. Use whatever process works for you. It may be that you'll use a traditional outlining method for most of a course, but for a particular concept or doctrine, you might want to create a flowchart or a set of flashcards. Don't feel like you have to use a particular outlining method for all different subjects. Let the method match the purpose. A second purpose of outlining is to identify gaps or incomplete understandings. Here's where other outlines can be helpful. After you've finished your own outlining, look at an authoritative source. It might be a commercial outline written by an expert, a faculty member who's written a textbook, for example. It could be an upperclassman's outline if you're really confident that that upperclassman knows the subject very, very well. It could be a horn book. It could be some other supplemental resource. Review those resources and see. Compare them to your own outline. Are there ideas that you didn't cover? Are there inconsistencies or conflicts? And again, work on the hard parts. Don't avoid the hard concepts. That's where you really want to spend some additional time. The third purpose of outlining is to prepare for exams. Now, you would think that this comprehensive review and understanding, uh, mastering vocabulary and elements, understanding structures and relationships and having at hand ready examples for all of these, that that would prepare you for exams, and it certainly does. You have to engage in that. But there's one more step you have to take. In an exam, in a typical exam that's based on a factual hypothetical where you have to spot issues and analyze those, you want to make sure that you don't miss issues. So take the entire course and boil it down to a one-page checklist. If you have a closed book exam, you'll want to commit that checklist to memory. If it's an open book exam, you'll want it in one page that you can look at quickly to make sure that you have not missed issues. That process, again, requires yet another review of the materials and helps you learn that yet again even better, but it also really very, very much helps you prepare for the final exams. Final step in outlining is test these outlines. After you've gone through all this outlining process, try writing a sample exam. See if the outline was helpful to you. If it wasn't, you may want to change your outlining method for that uh, doctrine or that question or that type of problem. Good luck on your outlining and good luck on your final exams. Laudables are produced and distributed by Cali, the Center for Computer Assisted Legal Instruction. Find more Laudables at www.cali.org slash laudables. Send your question and feedback to laudables at cali.org. That's L-A-W-D-I-B-L-E-S at C-A-L-I dot org. The Laudable theme music is Ask Me No Question by Learning Music. Laudables are for educational purposes only. Please seek an attorney if you need legal advice.